Welcome back. It's my last podcast for August 2020. I had a chance to get away for a while. I wanted to record this when I was uh, on vacation in, uh, in the cabin out in the woods. First of all, I just want to tell you, it's great to get away. I was kind of fearing this. I went up uh, up uh, into the woods by myself. Um, usually I go with family. Um, but this time the schedules didn't line up. There was some, some miscommunication. But I had I scheduled the weekend off. So I ended up going uh, there uh, uh, and uh, spending some time by myself, which I thought, you know... Um, Sometimes solitude can be bad because you, your mind just thinks of too many things and you get too lonesome and uh, negative things are thought of too much and, and there's nobody to break break that up, that rhythm in your head. And sometimes that is unfortunately very true. This time I was happily surprised. I, I, you know, I had been thinking about, hey, maybe I should just go to the cabin by myself and just kind of with my own car and just kind of go to different spots around town and uh, explore a little bit and uh, it was so hot and humid that <laughs> you know I didn't explore too much but there were some great little there was a park I could have went to and there's a nice lake but um, I mostly just stayed around the cabin but I did go downtown and the day before the last day I went um, or the day before last uh, or you know, where I was going to leave, um, I figured I, you know, I'll get, I'll go to the restaurant, I'll get something to eat. Um, I had a cold turkey sandwich and, uh, very good. And I hadn't eaten in the restaurant in a while. And of course the tables were staggered and weren't many people in there. But anyway, I went down the road. I spotted, I spotted the theater, the theater and uh, it was like a lone theater and it had movie times. Um, it had old run movies like, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Insomniac, uh, not Insomniac, but uh, Insomnia. I'm thinking of Insomniac with David Tell. <laughs> but they had Indiana Jones, they had a few other ones, they had some new. The newest one was uh, Unhinged, which I had been curious about but I'm like I, I, I don't know how the hell I'm gonna see this movie uh, and um, there it was there it was and I figured dang is this for real and I, I called up the cinema and they gave me the dates and yeah it fell on the dates around 7 ish 715 and so I went in there and actually there's a few cars waiting um, you know, we were there early, and some people waiting outside. The doors were locked, so we couldn't get in the theater. A whole bunch of people came out to, uh, you know, stand outside the theater. And, uh, yeah, it was no one that was coming out. So we were, I was looking in, it, so a lady well, with her kid, she looked in. And she said, there's somebody in there. And he was waving his arms to his sides, like on the phone. So he didn't know. It was like, I figured maybe he was frustrated, like something was broke in the theater. But apparently there was only one person working that theater. 
Uh, it was starting to get five five minutes after seven fifteen. The movie starts seven fifteen. He uh, and this uh, you know this older teenager comes out and uh, he says, "What? The doors weren't open?" And we we everyone's like, "No, they were locked." And he's like, "Let me try." And he tested the door, and it, it opened. So I don't know what was going on there. What kind of weird magic was going on? <laughs> but there weren't many people at the theater you know there weren't like 50 people there weren't 20 people i'd say it was probably about eight you know around eight ish uh, that were there so i figured we're all going to see different movies maybe a few are going to see mine and, and yada yada so i didn't think it was going to be a problem go in there i know that's always infamous last words <laughs> i didn't think it was going to be a problem we go in there finally and it's, sure enough, there's nobody in here. It's just this guy running the whole show. And I get in there, and um, yeah, we we're. Uh, I was tempted to go see Indiana Jones and Temple Doom, even though I've seen it a million times, even in the theater, I think, when I was a kid. But it would still be kind of neat, I thought. But I was really curious about Unhinged, because that looked like a uh, balls-to-the-wall suspense thriller uh, with Crow. And I like Russell Crowe. Um, so I figure, I'll, yeah, this is, you know, it's crazy. A movie like that is coming out right now. And uh, I figured I'll go check it out. I was curious about it. So flashed my, uh, my military ID, got a discount, which is nice. Appreciated. And I got in there. And when I went to the theater, there was probably like, there's the, the lady with her son, uh, older older lady with her son, probably about in the middle of the theater there. A pretty big theater space and seats. A lot of a lot of a lot of seat empty seats and then there's some people in the back rows. Um uh, maybe uh, maybe four or five people. So I figured I'll I'll sit about three rows behind the kid, uh the, the mother and the son. And yeah, and I you know, I, I kept the mask on just to be safe. And uh ate some Sour Patch Kids underneath the mask, and uh, it wasn't as annoying as I thought it would be with it on. It was bearable. I think maybe the, dis the distraction of watching the movie helps a lot, because I'm more annoyed wearing a mask when I'm actually you know, working um, and trying to breathe through it. But uh, sitting still, I think it, it was okay. Um, the door was left open for most of it, but then it ended up closing. But again, there wasn't many people in the theater, uh, so I wasn't I wasn't concerned. Um, the movie starts off really heavily. Um, there's going to be some spoilers. I'll try not to spoil too much, but in the beginning, this is a big spoiler. Russell Crowe is sitting out in his car in his truck outside of the house and. Um, he goes up to the, he, I think he comes out with like a, some kind of bludgeoning in, instrument <laughs> or a knife or something. And he, uh, opens, he knocks on the door. The guy lets him in. It's a wife, wife and husband. He comes in and he just, he just murders him just straight up. He, he, he loses his mind. And, um. It cuts to the opening credits. <laughs> and uh, so it's like, that's the Russell Crowe we're getting. We're not getting a redeemable Russell Crowe, as, as far as I know. And I'm thinking, well, 
maybe they did something wrong. Maybe they killed his wife or something. Something, whatever. Would not that you can't really you can't really justify it. But and the further I got into the movie, the more I was like, yeah, he's pretty irredeemable. <laughs> he's he's uh, he just doesn't care. And uh, this lady, she comes up. Uh, she's a mother, and every single mother, she's just getting a divorce or going through it, and uh, she gets into uh she gets behind this this truck and she's on her but before this she's already kind of like they they really make sure you know she's an irresponsible driver she's on her phone a lot while she's driving um she's very um distracted very a very distracted driver but she gets behind this truck who's just sitting there and uh you know the light turns green or something and he just doesn't go and uh, which is very reminiscent of people in Michigan, uh, <laughs> how long they wait to go before the, after the, the light turns green. But he waits uh, an even longer time, and um, she she uh, she gives a big honk, right? And uh, I understand we've all been there. She drives around. He pulls up after that, and he he takes his shades off, and he he, he says, "Excuse me." And he's doing his like his best southern accent. He's like, "Ma'am," he's like, "You know something? You know anything about a courtesy honk?" And she's like, "You you weren't going. It wasn't a courtesy honk. You needed to go, which is awesome." You know, <laughs> she was totally right. But he like, you know, she's got her son in the back seat, and so he's like uh, talking to the son and everything, getting all ticked off. And uh, I think his last words is like, "You're gonna, you're, you're about to have a real bad day, okay? Real bad, right?" And so, uh, as it goes on, you know, she drives away. But uh, here comes a truck. He comes, uh, sure enough, here it comes, kind of zooming up, comes right to the back of her car, and he's kind of pushing her car forward into the, the cars ahead, and it gets really intense. It gets really suspenseful. Um, and it escalates from there. You can only imagine how it escalates from there. There's a scene where she leaves her, her phone in the in the car. He he steals her phone, so he's got access to her contacts. And there's he does more irredeemable things to people she knows. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty heinous and violent Russell Crowe. Like it's it's a little jarring, but it's excellently performed. Um, you kind of wish you knew a little bit more about his backstory, but I think they did it that intentionally because it's like, well, there's really you can't really justify this, you know. And uh, he, he, yeah, he, he plays the irredeemableness just to a fine point. It's it, it, it's pretty violent. It's pretty suspenseful. The opening credits have, uh, <laughs> which I'm surprised they put in like a lot of like. Uh, police, uh, violence, um, uh, riots, stuff like that, like, <laughs> a bit, a little bit too on the nose right now. <laughs> I, I really think if this thing had a wider release, yeah, I don't know the effects of that on, on everybody. It, it, it does seem like it's, it almost, I don't know if this was their intention, probably, probably not, because, it was made before a lot of the, uh, 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 you know, all, all the stuff, the rioting and, and uh, or the protests and, and the murder and all that went on. I'm, I'm pretty sure, if I had to guess. 
so it's really wild that this has come out around this time and one of the things I like about it is that there's very little CG and if the CG is done it's very un unnoticeable like all the car stunts all the uh, cars that get crashed the uh, civilians that get their cars get wrecked and get flipped over it all really happens um, it gets really intense uh, the car switch is just all the stunt work is top-notch um, the girl that plays you know the lead in it she's she's, she's all right she does the job she punched in she did she said the lines you know but she uh, boy I feel bad you do feel bad for her even though she's kind of a, a little bit of a dummy she gets really Ugh, like he she gets smacked around pretty good in this like he he throws some serious haymakers at her it's bad like wow i can't believe this is this is just very violent right now but uh it, it doesn't hold back you know and it's got a suspenseful finale i kept thinking of the movie falling down but this character is even more irredeemable than the michael douglas character um, it's a little bit more serious too. Um, <laughs> again, it's, uh, it, it's probably for the best didn't get a wide release, although it's a well done movie, but it just, with everything going on, everything being as tense as it is, as it is, it just, it feels like a pressure cooker. Like everyone's after they see the movie, it's kind of like how Joker felt at the end of that. Um, it just felt like, oh. Like, wow, that's just something that's been building in a lot of people's minds. Some of those scenes and the uh, the, the motivate the, the the hurt, um, the hurtness of some of the characters, like be, behind it, the um, the motivations and everything are sickingly understandable to some aspect of the uh, you know, and really comments on our our, our human. Uh, emotions and that we can all identify with but uh, make no mistake Russell Crowe is the son of a bitch in this movie <laughs> uh, so yeah I left the theater it uh, it ended it uh, rather violently and um, really makes you think about uh, you know road rage and um, traffic jams and why people are pushed to that to that um that limit and um and beyond and also our technological distractions and how much trouble that has caused us um it really that's that's one of the things i liked about this is that it puts a little spotlight on that and um so it's a little bit more than just a thriller suspense uh movie but it is it it keeps you watching um, I didn't think about other things in my life too much, although it does have some interesting things like anything, any behavior taken to an extreme, uh, it's never a good thing. And in this case, it's road rage. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, 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 if anything, it's a cautionary tale, um, kind of like a modern day Grimm's fairy tale in a way like like folk tale I guess um, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it I will give it I'll give it an 8 out, eight out of 10
Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think we always look for things in, in our villains that make them a little bit more uh, redeemable. But this one was like, he's just snapped. And they leave a lot up to your imagination of why he snapped so bad. Um, I think there's a one, there's a couple lines he says in it that are, they says like, he's like society just decided to, to screw me over. So he does say something about it. So I, I just can't really remember what it was. Like the society tossed me aside. I was fired from a job I've been working for for all my life. Um, I lost my my wife and my my access to my kids or so so his wife divorced him or something like that um and it, so he's become unhinged you know uh, but yeah great job from russell crowe again it's a weird seeing him in that kind of a villainous role i think that's probably why he took it and um i'm glad to see him uh in a higher profile movie i think he i think he still has a lot a lot of uh a lot left in him um and I like him because he's one of those few guys out there that that still kind of looks like um like a, like a like a guy like a, like an older guy that can handle himself or um he doesn't look he doesn't have like the boyish baby face necessarily um I mean he certainly has had his time uh in show business where he he blew up for a bit but I think his career kind of kind of you know, it goes up and down like anyone's career, but this is a good one to kind of get him back into that that kind of um, zeitgeist, maybe, for lack of a better word. So, yeah, that's my review of Unhinged. I hope you liked it. Um, I just recently recorded a commentary for uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Had a lot of fun uh, recording that. I'll probably record the Wolverine uh, pod, uh, the, a com commentary for that um, next month, which is soon upon us. Um, check out uh, I've been I've been doing some work I'm on YouTube. I've been putting out some videos. Check out my 10 second cartooning channel on YouTube. Um, as always, go to my home channel, which is Mustang Seven. Um, type in muscle muscle heads. Uh, I, I post new videos on there. Um, some are like short films. Um, that's the home of Muscleheads as well. Um, and also, I do some I do some longer form drawing videos on there. But my 10 second video channel, I do a lot of short, uh, quick videos. So if you're just looking for something to kill five minutes, maybe 10 at the most, um, like a quick little drawing video, sketching video to get you into the mood to, to sketch. Um, using real basic shapes, um, things around the house, ideas. That's a channel for you. Also, I have another channel. I don't know how many of you are into uh, solo role-playing, solo role, uh, role um, solo RPGs, or RPGs in general. I have a channel called Solo Solo Quester, um, where I, I do you know games uh, that I've made um, from a limited budget, very limited budget. And I do solo role-playing. I combine different rule systems. And uh, I try to make it entertaining and visual if I can. Um, so, yeah, those are my active channels. 
Uh, always, you can always reach out to me here at, and, uh, at the Ham Palace. I think you can send me a comment either on my wall or um, you can reach out. There's other ways to, I'm sure, I think you can email me on there. Uh, yeah, so just check the links. I think I got a link to my website where you can email me at. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to keep it short, short and lean, short and lean uh, movie review. And looking forward to next month. Um, looking forward to having maybe Daniel Wilson back on. Also check me out at the the uh, it is the redpill.tv podcast. I was just on there uh, with Renzo Renzo Buha. I hope I said that right. Probably not, but <laughs> I'm looking at uh, having him on the show soon and possibly some other guests. So thanks for listening. That's been my review of Unhinged as well as uh, um, my up north uh, in, in the cabin uh, woods uh, adventures. It got really hot, really hot in there, ah, humid. Whew. But it's good to get away, get back with nature, get back with nature. All right, may you have long days and pleasant nights.